Are you familiar with the scriptures in the New Testament where Jesus says, Behold, the fields are white unto harvest, and the laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers into the harvest field. Now, I don't know about you, but every single time I read that scripture, when he talks about the fields, I automatically think wheat. And it doesn't say wheat, but I think most of us think that because they do talk about wheat in other portions of scripture. But whenever I would read that, I'd wonder, what in the world do they mean by white wheat? You see, I grew up in eastern Montana, and I still live in North Dakota. And out here, we're wheat farmers. We do other things as well, but that's one of our primary crops. And there's nothing more beautiful in the fall than when the wheat fields are ripe and they turn a beautiful golden yellow. Now, even if you're an American, you know the, the song, America the Beautiful, where it talks about the amber waves of grain, it's talking about the wheat fields. So here in America, we have always had golden wheat. I have a good friend who grew up on a wheat field and he owned a farm for many years. He's retired now, but I went to him one day and he's a good Christian. I said, Rudy, what do you think the Bible is talking about when it's talking about the fields are white under harvest? And he says, you know, I have wondered that same thing myself, and I don't have an answer. The only thing that I kind of came to the conclusion is that over in Israel, maybe they had a different kind of wheat that turned white when it was harvest time. One time I asked my dad, who has also grew up on a farm way up north in, in North Dakota, and almost, almost on the Canadian border, they were wheat farmers, his whole family. And I asked him, Dad, do you know anything about white wheat? And he says, no, not really. He says, the only thing that I remember is that when at the very end, when the harvest was ready to be taken up, if we got really heavy rains that just kept coming down and kept us out of the fields, that the phosphorus would wash out of the wheat and it would turn white. I swear one day, just a few years ago, I was going home to my family in Montana and I was driving through the, the on the highways and the wheat fields were all around us. And as I began to look, I did a double take. I, I blinked because I swear it looked like the wheat was white. And again, we have golden wheat here in North Dakota. This is good old North Dakota wheat. And, uh, and, and as I looked, I, I rubbed my eyes. I thought, I must be seeing things because we never see white wheat. And then it hit me. We've been having heavy, heavy rains for a long period of time during the harvest season. Well, I was still curious, and I because that, that indicated, okay, if the phosphorus is, is washing out of it, we're right at the end there, and the wheat isn't going to be as good as it was when it was golden. So I started doing some research on the internet. I was very curious, what does the Bible mean by white wheat? Well, I looked up white wheat on the internet, and I ran across a number of different websites uh, of agricultural uh, uh, websites that talked about white wheat. And they talked about it being a disease, that there would be a disease that would attack the, the, um, the, the wheat. And in the process of it, it turned white. And they had all kinds of pictures of that. And they were very, very white. Now, the wheat that I saw here in North Dakota, I would say it was a faded out yellow. It wasn't, it wasn't pure white, like a piece of paper. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but it was definitely not the golden I was used to. When I saw those websites and I saw that white wheat was diseased, I started putting two and two together. Okay, dad says if we don't get to the harvest fast enough and the rains come, then it's going to ruin the crops. And these guys are saying that white wheat is an indication of a disease. So I started thinking about this in the light of the scripture that Jesus shared. And I began to realize that when he says the fields are white into harvest, that we are getting dangerously close to losing that harvest. And I began to think about children, because if there is a harvest field anywhere in the world, children are one of the biggest harvest fields there are. And as far as spiritual things and salvation, they are one of the most ignored. And I don't have time to go into all the statistics. I can prove that to you uh, from statistical uh, uh, and analysis. But what, what it began, be, began to remind me of is, is realizing that if we don't get to the children before they turn white, that is, before they become teenagers, before that the world pulls them away and, and causes their spiritual lives to become diseased. If we don't get to them in a timely fashion, we're going to lose the crop. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you today that reach out to the children around you, your own children, your own grandchildren, nieces and nephews, and the kids in your neighborhood, even the kids in your school, the neighbor kids or the friends that your uh, children bring home from school and find a way to share the gospel with them and to show them how powerful it is and how wonderful it is to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and show them what kind of an exciting life it is. It's a life of miracles. It's a life of signs, wonders, and miracles. It's a life of healing the sick. It's a life of hearing God's voice. It's a life of being filled with the Spirit and having your life changed completely. So don't forget the children. The next time you read that verse or you hear it preached from the pulpit, I'll bet you they won't mention kids one time. But you'll know the fields are white into harvest and those the fields, the wheat in that field our children. So let's go get the children. Amen. Thanks for watching. And hey, by the way, I would really enjoy it if you would go to my website and look around. I've got so many articles about children. We have so many resources concerning children, family ministry, and all the rest. And you would be very uh, benefited from going there. Also remember that this is a nonprofit organization and that we are supporting um, uh, indigenous leaders around the world who are trying to raise a supernatural generation for Jesus Christ. So please look for the donate button. And if you got some extra cash in your pocket, just ask the Lord, how much should you be seeding into Kids in Ministry International? We really appreciate it. God bless you.